Glory to Jesus. Amen. Do you love him this morning, sir? Do you love the Lord Jesus? Amen. Glory to the Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I've asked my brother to come with me. Amen. Amen. Because I didn't want to travel alone. So I'll just try to repay him by asking him to come greet the church.
night last night, Ramakushi had a 70th birthday. It was nice. I enjoyed myself. And I know that I'm going to enjoy myself today with you as well. God bless you. Glory to the Lamb of God. Amen. So last night we were at Pastor George Amen. And I was so happy to see all the men of God. Amen. From Cape Town, from from all over, there was lots of men of God there. And it was nice to spend time with them. I made it my duty to go and greet them and hug them. And just say God bless you. Amen. Amen. The men of God sitting there, Maruti, also over the 70s. So I'm just a piccanini to him. <laughs> Amen. I'm only now in my 50s. Brother Branham said, I'm an old man. So if Brother Branham was here, we would have both said, we're old men. So I'm happy to be here this morning. Amen. And um, I really enjoyed the preaching of your pastor five years ago in Kimberley. Yeah, he, he. Amen. Amen. I really enjoyed that. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. And I also told the pastor that if he one day come preach for us, he must come preach that sermon. Amen. So God is good to us. Praise God. I wish I had a, a great voice. You know, I'm not like other ministers. They are blessed. They can preach. Drink cold water and preach again. But me, as soon as I preach and I touch cold water, I'm off. So I'd like to say thank you for the water out of the kettle. So maybe I can uh, go a little longer. Praise God. So I'd like to preach the word now. Right away, your church is beautiful. We have a church in the classroom. You have your own building. Your Sunday school is almost bigger than my church. And I don't lie behind the pulpit. Amen. So we're a small group. But we have big bodies and big hearts. Amen. 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 So I'm going to preach the word of God now. 
And I want to apologize for asking the minister to switch off the fan. I know it's hot in here. But it's just so that I don't get hoarse too quick. Amen. Amen. So this morning when we showered and we dressed, there was a young boy that ironed my shirt. Brother Silo. Brother Silo. So I was thinking how I can repay him. So I thought I'm going to ask him to do my scripture reading. Because Whatsoever things, for whatsoever things were written aforetime, were written for our meaning. That we, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Stand here. Let's just pray over the word. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for the reading of the word. We thank thee for this beautiful congregation. We thank thee for Pastor Nasese and his wife. We thank thee for the lovely breakfast we had. We thank thee for the nice bed we could have slept in, Lord. We thank thee for the hospitality of the people. We thank thee for this young man, Brother Silo, that I have my shirt. May you bless him, Father. Bless him financially, spiritually, materially. Bless him until his neighbors get jealous. Bless this church, Father. Bless them spiritually. Bless them materially. Bless them with your gifts, Father. Bless them yes. with money. Bless them with whatever your storehouse has, Father. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Bless the reading of the word, the hearing of the word, the preaching of the word. May I say something that will help someone today, Father. Amen. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And we will ask the interpreter to stand next to me. Amen. Amen. Because I have... The, the video is guide to take a certain parameter and a Amen. certain parameter. Amen. So we'll just stay within this. Amen. So I have a few notes here that I'm going to preach from. Oh God will bless you. Right, so the scripture says that whatsoever things were written. Right, referring to the Old Testament. It is for our learning. So this morning we have come to learn. And that learning will be through patience. And comfort. Of the scriptures. That we might have hope. Amen. Amen. So actually I'm going to preach from the Old Testament, from the book of Exodus. 
Amen. So Exodus were written by the prophet Moses. Dale Exodus sila ko na yung propheta Moses. And it was written at about the 11 months when they were at camp at Sinai. Dale ila wala mo na habalik kampong ya Sinai. So Exodus contains two parts. Dale Exodus si inalin ni Khashoggi and Mehdi. Exodus chapter 1 to verse 19 which is history historical. Dale Exodus to one kelo 19 ni kin nalani efitile. And Exodus chapter 22 verse 40 which is the law legislation. Dale to Ahman who 22 ya kwana na kile kike mulao. So in the book of Genesis, dale buje nyakhinisi. God promised Abraham that God will deliver the descendants of Abraham from Egypt. And then later God came by a mighty hand, Moses, to deliver Israel out of Egypt. So we find out that the Old Testament is the book, a Hebrew book, But we also had what we call the Septuagint, the Greek manuscripts of the Bible. So Exodus is actually a Greek word. And it means going out or departure. So in the book of Exodus it's recorded about 35 times that Israel will go out of Egypt. So the theme of the book Exodus is redemption. Redemption means to bring back. So Israel they were before they were called Israel or the children of Abraham in the loyalty of Abraham they were in the land of Canaan And as mother and father came together over a period of time, the descendants of Abraham became known as the children of Israel. And they were in Egypt. And now God's going to bring them back to the land of Canaan. Which is redemption. That brings us to our title this morning. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And brother and sister, you need to listen what I say. I'm not responsible. I'm not responsible for how you interpret what I say I'm responsible for what I say Amen Amen Now the preaching of the word this morning 
It's not going to be like the normal message minister. Because I don't see things the way the normal message minister sees it. I'm going to preach my conviction and not what message ministers want me to say. Amen. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. Now at school, I'm also an African teacher. And when I teach, it's important that children understand context. And in Africans and English, we are part of the language. There where we write an essay. And an essay have a topic. So whatever you write in the essay must relate to the topic. Now my former HOD, Mr. Jardine, he used to say, he's also saved, preachers read the scripture, then they deviate from the scripture, and they never come back to the scripture. So this morning I want to read the scripture. I want to stay with the scripture. And I don't want to leave the scripture. Now the topic is when I see the blood. Let's read the scripture. Exodus chapter 12, verse 12 and 13. Amen. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. The blood shall be to you for a token upon the house where ye are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. When I smite the land of Egypt. Hallelujah. Now, brother and sister, it says, when I see the blood, now not when the pastor sees the blood, not when the deacon sees the blood, not when the Pentecostal minister sees the blood, not when a message pastor sees the blood, but in God speaking, when God sees the blood, God will pass over you. There should give us hope and comfort. No matter if the pastor don't see, under the blood, God sees the Salvation does not depend. What the pastor sees, the only one brothers sisters Hallelujah. When God sees the blood, when the five old mothers see the 
was Pastor Brian Nigel. I will sing the whole song for you. Amen. Amen. But I'm not a singer. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Now listen, brother and sister. Believers doubt this. 1950. A man come to me. Brother Year not long ago. He said, Brother Brennan, I've been to Freeman. I've been to Robert. I've been to all of them. They can't do me any good. I come to you. Brother Brennan said, you just as bad off now as you ever was. You've gone to the wrong person. Go to Christ. You want to come to Pastor Michael? You come to the wrong person. You want to come to Pastor Matthew? You're going to the wrong person. We are pointers and we're pointing you to Christ. Praise God. Amen. The only person John the Baptist pointed him out. John 1 verse 29. Behold the Lamb of God that take away the Son of the world. Amen. His name is Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Not Moses, not David, not Abraham, not Isaac, not Jacob, not Apostle Paul, not Prophet William Branham, not false Prophet Muhammad, not Buddha, not Gandhi. Every human being was born in sin, shaped in iniquity. But John said, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Amen. You see, they take one part of the prophet and they must place the whole message. Brother Branham says, when that cloud came, the judge came. But the judge cannot pass judgment until the case is over. God right now cannot judge you. If he judge you, it's not God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. I think I've jumped the gun there. I just want to go a few notes back. I still want to be on the land. In John chapter 8 verse 45. Amen. Jesus said, Which of you can convince me of sin? The Bible and the Quran Muslim scripture both confirm that Jesus was a virgin born son. He was not born in sin like us. The Apostle Paul 
Hebrews chapter 4 says, Jesus the Son of God was without sin. First Peter 2.22 The Apostle Peter says, He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. First John 3 verse 4 The Apostle John says, Jesus appeared to take our sins. In him is no sin. That's why he could die for our sins. No man died for you. They act as if they died for you. You join their church. They smile. You leave their church. They condemn you. When you join their church, they see bites. When you leave their church, they see another pastor becoming rich. They condemn you and they condemn their pastor. That's why he never said, when I see you turning tights, he said, when you under the blood, I will pass over you. I'm responsible for what I say, not for where you think it is. Your pastor will sort that part out. Amen. Praise God. They make a big thing when you join the church. But when you leave, you become state enemy. But when God sees the blood, you pass over. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory. Glory. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to say this. The only difference between me and the drunk art is the blood of Jesus. That woman out there with the miniskirt, makeup, makeup on her face, paint on her nails. And the difference with you, sister, with your long dress, no paint on your face, no Q-tex, the only difference is the blood. God don't look at your long dress. God don't look at your short dress. Clothes are for men. Not for God. Amen. God could speak to Brother Brenham. naked. Just in a pen. Naked body. And he told him to lay against the rock. Brother Brenham could mow his lawn in the backyard. Half naked. And then you would disturb a hornet's nest. The priest with the hornets would come out. And God said, speak to them. God can speak to a half naked man. Clothes are for men, not for God. 
When you have a minister, then you come to church. God don't stumble. Men stumble. Amen. He never said when I see your long breath. He said when I see the blood. He never said when I see your clean face. He said when I see the blood. He never said when I don't see no earrings. He said when I see the blood. I'm responsible for what I say. I'm not responsible for where you take it. When I see the blood, I'll pass over you. We need to get the journey right. We are infants in Egypt. We're infants who don't give them meat. We're infants who give them milk. You can't tell a baby to take off the earrings. That child will cry and ignore and cry. Until you put the earrings out. Then you want to say the child got a crying spirit. The child don't have a crying spirit. The child is a child. They are baby children. Baby Christians. Pastor, we need to treat them as babies. One sister has earrings. And the pastor is okay. Another sister has earrings. And the pastor will blast. There's a baby. And there's a mature. She's born. She's born. Listen, mommy, let's get the record straight. 
I am a Catholic, Methodist, Baptist, Nazarene, Pentecostal. I am a Jehovah Witness. I am a Jehovah Apostle. I am a Jehovah Apostle. I am a Methodist believer. I am under the promise of God. Hallelujah! Come on and forth. Amen. Glory. God hiding himself in simplicity. Then revealing himself in the same. How can we be complete? The blood stands between God and me. Oh my. Amen. You get a perfect Christian. And you get a Christian with a perfect stature. A perfect Christian is a Christian under the blood. When God sees through the blood, He sees you perfect. A Christian with the stature of a perfect man is a Christian that grew. The Christian under the blood. And the Christian with the stature of a perfect man. The difference is growth. But both of them are Christians. Sure. That little boy there is 100% a human being. This big man standing here is 100% a human being. The difference between that little boy and this man is growth. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. As long as blood is there, God cannot destroy the earth. Then there's an atonement for everybody. Okay, let me start over. This one is for the message people. William Marion Brennan. Quote. Revelation chapter 5. Number 1. 11 June 1961. As long as blood is there. God cannot destroy the earth. There's an atonement. What's that word? Everybody. Everybody. As long as there's blood, there's an atonement for everybody. Not atonement for message people. Your pastor, your deacon, your apostle, your whoever. Quote. 
There's an atonement for everybody. But if you fail to accept that atonement and go into the presence, then you are sinner. Beyond mercy. Yes, But as long as there's breath, there's an atonement. Your Muslim neighbor, there's an atonement for him. Your Hindu colleague, there's an atonement for him. The Taban, there's an atonement there. You can be sober. You can be drunk. When God now looks, He sees both of you under the atonement. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 5 and 6. 1957. 1957. Before I go there, in the elders, I was at the funeral. And a brother came and he stood next to me. He says, I can't wait to go to heaven. I said, why? He says, no, when I get to heaven, I'll drink a bottle of moons. I said, wait. Don't wait for heaven, come with me. Went to the shop, it was closed. Next door was a bottle store. I went into the bottle store. I bought him a bottle of moons. I said, drink it. And we can still wait for heaven. <laughs> Sure. Now I want to read this quote. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 5 verse 6. 8 September 1957. was hungry. And he went across the street to a cafe. Now this is in the 50s. You called it a cafe. Okay, let's bring it to 2024. Let me re-quote, re-read the quote. I got hungry. And I went across the street. To a tavern. I walked in. And I noticed a young lady. Standing back there with a boy. A bunch of teenagers at the counter. There was a policeman standing there with his arm around a woman playing a slot machine. Half of them drunk. I looked across. And here sat an old lady in the elite group in the 70s. <laughs> she was 70. Her hair all cut off and made real blue. Paint on her face. 
70 years old. A little short on. She was drunk. I stood there. And looked around. I said. Let me read it. William Brenham said. How can you stand it God? You so holy. That you just wipe that thing off the earth. William Brenham had a condemnation spirit on him. And he condemned the woman. Quote. Then I begin to see something moving in front of me. He had a vision. I saw a world. A spray of red crimson blood across it. He saw the globe. And blood around the globe. Just above it he saw Jesus in a vision. Jesus was looking down. And he saw me standing down here on earth. Doing things I should not do. And every time that William Brenham sinned, God would have killed William Brenham. I saw my own sins. I saw my William Brenham sins. And every time they would start to hit the throne, every time my sins hit the throne, his blood would act like a bumper. Glory. <laughs> Praise God. And I seen him raise his hand and said, Father, forgive William Brenham. He doesn't know what he's doing. I, William Brenham, said, Will you forgive me? Jesus said, William Brenham, I forgive you. But you want to condemn her. See? So when the vision left me, let me repeat it. When thus saith the Lord ended, I walked over to the 70 year old woman with blue hair, short hair, makeup, short pants. Amen. I said, she said, What's your name? I said, Brennan. She said, Mr. Brennan. I was raised in a Christian family. But certain, certain things happened. And that woman got on the wrong road. I said, Short hair. Cut off. Blue color. Makeup face. 70 years old. With a short on. I said, Make our way, sister. 
sister, Muina, I don't care. As long as you got breath in your body, what blood has covered you. You pranamite, you not pranamite. woman with shorts, You hypocrite. 
When I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Praise God. I'm responsible for what I say. Not for how you interpret. You can be a virgin. You can be a prostitute. When both of you come under the blood, you are both wise virgins if you have the Holy Ghost. God don't see a fornicator. God don't see a clean sister. He sees a virgin. Spiritual version. The difference Papa. between a sinner and a Christian is the blood. All our righteousness are like filthy rays. You know, since I'm in the message, I don't cut my hair. Filthy rays. They condemned William Brenham. In a revival meeting, there was a woman sitting there playing a keyboard. Mini skirt. Tight skirt, you could see the underneath clothing. Short hair. They told William Brenham, and you call yourself Holiness Pentecostal. Brother Brenham said, but in their church, their sisters had long dresses, long hair, long tongues. He says, their sister, six months later, she got the Holy Ghost and God dressed her. Did you notice? You'll never see a sister with a short dress singing in the choir in a message church. Because the pastor is so scared what will the next pastor say. In El Dorado Park there's a Pentecostal evangelist. Even constant. He says, to hell with the devil. I say, to hell with the devil. Jimmy Swaggart says, don't come with your baloney. I say, don't come with your baloney. I don't care who I quote. As long as I don't contradict the Bible. I don't care what church you are. I don't care who's your minister. When God sees the blood, He will pass over you. It's not the blood. It plus your church. You cannot mix the blood. It's not the blood. It plus your money. You cannot mix the blood. It's not the blood. It plus carrying a spoken word. You cannot mix the blood. It's not the blood. You are swinging on the chandelier. Rolling on the floor. Jumping up and down. You want nothing to do with your emotions. When I see the shudder, when you speak in tongues, he says, he 
ቲቃሪ ዋሸውይ ተማይሰን ተቃሳቆን ዲብናቲ
Praise God. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5. Right. Unto him that loved us. He has washed us from our sins in his own blood. The word washed in Greek means he loosed us. I was tied to a pole. Then you lose the chain. Now I'm free. When he says he washed us, it means he loosed us. Some of us act like we are still tied up. We insult the blood. You hold with your head down. Because you look at your sin. You should lift your head. If you were a fornicator. And you are under the blood. And the pastor preached against fornication. You jump up. And you say amen. You are loosed from your sin. Amen. My favorite verse in the Bible. First Corinthians. I think it's 11 or 9. I know for God. I never was going to quote it. Amen. Paul writes. He says. He says. And do not mock God. No fornicator. No adulterer. No thief. Yes, you say you never fornicated. You never committed adultery. But I know you stole. When you stole the sugar, and your mother asked what you stole, you even knew how to lie. Paul says, mock not God. No fornicator. No adulterer. No thief. More than their language, no homosexual. None of those people will enter the kingdom of God. He says, and some, but, so were some of you. But now, he has justified you. He washed you. He changed you. Don't forget where you come from. For while we were yet sinners, Christ Jesus died for us. When I see the blood, I'll pass over Praise God. Amen. I'm preaching this message to help you to look differently to your neighbor, to your parents, to your friends. One day, many years ago, God saved in the Pentecostal church came into my house, my mother's house with my friend. Today he's a pediatrician. Dr. Christopher Snyder. 
Both of us came into my parents' home. I walked in front. I said, Hello, Ma. Went in. Dr. Christopher Snyder, that time, Dr. Chris, that time just Chris. He came in. He said to my mother, Good day, sister. I said, No, Chris, my mother is not saved. He said to me, Don't look now, look what God can do. Many of us, we look here, we don't look there. That's why we needed a prophet. That's on the whole. It's redemption time. Bring back time. Bring them back. Infected. 
infected your blood and that infected blood was or without you even knowing act out you're not coughing by choice it's infected blood you're not losing complexion by choice
Do you love the Lord this afternoon? Do you love that he was crucified? And the blood went out. And the same blood today is covering your sin. I don't care how wrong you have been. But there is a blood this afternoon. There is a fountain this afternoon. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know what is your need. But I know there is a blood. And it's the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us stand on our feet. You say, Lord, I need that blood. Hallelujah. Amen. You know your situation. Hallelujah. Amen. You know how wrong you are. You know how sick you are. Oh my God, my God. There's a blood that can infect you. When you were born, you did not have a choice. You were infected by a wrong blood. Well, we don't try to do my see. A blood filled with sin. My see. A blood that makes you a liar. You were infected already before you could speak. We don't try to live in a But you are already a liar waiting to know how to speak. Potentially you were a prostitute. Potentially you were a killer. It was just a matter of time. But before that could happen, there was another plan that infected you. That potentially, even if you were small killing, even if you were still drinking, but after the infection of the blood of Jesus, potentially you were a preacher. Tell them today 
Hadith. I want to speak to that woman today. Who was caught in the very act. And I want to say to you today. Women. Where are your accusers now? Hallelujah.